0: What is up, everybody? Uh my name is Sean. And I'm Tom. And, and we're, we're the, the block, block
1: bros. <laughs>
0: You know what? That was that was pretty good. That was pretty fucking close. Call
1: it okay, you know. Yeah,
0: remix. <laughs> re- 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 remix? <laughs> um, welcome everybody to another episode of your least favorite podcast ever, uh, Blog Podcast, and Indie Games Podcast, if you didn't know. Uh just so everyone is aware, right off the top, this is a re-recording of episode number three, Tracy. <laughs> um unfortunately, due to like a massive storm and internet problems and stuff the first episode ended up having so many audio glitches that i i thought it was okay i uploaded it and then i listened to it while i was at work and i was like oh god this is not good (laughs) so texted tom and we we decided to delete it and remake it so here we are
1: really gotta love that minnesota weather don't you just fucking there's like 100 mile storms here you know just it's just out of
0: nowhere too like we were yeah. just recording and and my girlfriend like came in after the recording and she was like hey uh it's storming pretty bad and i looked outside and i had no idea because we were like so focused in on on recording but like it was like horrible weather conditions outside and like a bunch of people were texting me like oh shit my power's out so like i guess we were lucky that our power didn't go out it, it must have um, afterwards though because I woke up and like all my lights and like alarm clock was weird so I guess the power went out after I went to bed
1: yeah I'd imagine mine probably did too like it's crazy here.
0: but uh with that being said we're getting a rerun at this episode and I a little little tidbit for you guys I, I'm a huge fan of podcasts I love podcasts I listen to a lot of them um and in every podcast I've ever listened to Pretty much everyone has had like an episode where they call it like the lost episode, where either they like lose the the episode itself, it has audio glitches or technical issues, someone wasn't recording, something like that, and they lose an episode entirely and have to re-record it. And I feel like it's kind of like a like a badge of honor, like a, a rite of passage. So we are officially right now uh, real podcasters. Tom, congratulations!
1: Ooh awesome little golf claps for us put that on your resume resume, dude do it uh, i dare you (laughs) official podcaster now
0: so uh, now at the end you know now yeah officially we'll try not to uh be like you know repeat ourselves as as much as we did uh last episode and we'll try not to reference last episode because you guys didn't hear it (laughs) but we might because we are um you know we just became podcasters (laughs) as of right now um so, Tom, tell me about your week. Um, Well, actually,
1: my dryer broke the other day. So that was pretty, pretty bad. So I had to like, you know, I've never actually hung my clothes out to dry. Like, wow. I've only actually I've only seen that <laughs> in movies, man. I'm like, man, <laughs> people too. actually do this shit. And literally, I see why dryers were invented, because my. Ass has felt like wet fucking sandpaper all goddamn day <laughs> and you know I sit for a fucking living so I'm like
0: yeah. fuck
1: just can't get comfortable as I'm trying to tattoo like all day it's just been yeah, it's been a, yeah,
0: living it's, hell purgatory out here
1: right oh my like, god how did people used to walk around in clothes if this is what they felt like man
0: did you did you feel like you were a pioneer like you were just out there on the Oregon trail hanging your clothes out to dry
1: right <laughs> Partner. yeah just glad my washer isn't broken is all i'm fucking saying you (laughs) know like expensive
0: i couldn't afford a washer shit i uh i I went to a family reunion i already told you about this but i'm telling you again because new episode (laughs) (laughs) i went to a family reunion um it was the first family reunion i have ever been to in my life uh, and it wasn't even for my family, it was for my significant other's family. And I, I hadn't met uh, any of any people from that side of her family, so it was nice. Uh, I got to know all of them. And and uh, the one thing that I learned that I will take with me for the rest of my life is uh, that you should never, and I, I really mean this with, with all certainty, you should never, ever let children sing karaoke. <laughs> Just... <laughs> They, because here's the thing, man, they're going to know the, the, the chorus of their favorite song and nothing else. (laughs) And I don't know if you guys know this, uh, kids are fucking dumb and they can't read. So like when the words are on the screen and they're attempting, I mean, like they're reading, y'all remember like being in, in high school and someone still has like the second grade uh, reading (laughs) level. (laughs) <laughs> that's what it sounded like it was like it was like you you're in class and you're like hey popcorn reading read it read you know this passage from whatever you're reading and the kid just struggles and mumbles his way through but then it hits the chorus and they're like Take my horse to the <laughs> like confidence and and you know what i i respected the kid for that but kids shouldn't fucking do karaoke that's that's the moral of the story <laughs> Yeah,
1: that is, a, that is a general rule. It's like, if it's kid karaoke, that's fine. That's one thing. But not like in the presence of like your peers is like another like, God. Yeah,
0: like yeah, there was a lot of adults there and there was not enough alcohol to support kid karaoke.
1: Right? <laughs> <God> damn. <laughs> you know, but, oh, you go. randomly, I'm going to chime in on your karaoke thing before we carry this on and. My most fond memory of like we'll just call it karaoke because it was spring fling at mm-hmm. um, you know high school and everyone's up there fucking singing doing a terrible job And I remember Arms of the Angel as soon as I broke my nose, remember? (laughs) And she was singing that shit as I'm sitting there, like, bleeding. like like,
0: everywhere.
1: Yeah, just in the arms. Well, okay, Uh, if you're going to tell the
0: story of how you broke, you got to actually tell the story of how you broke your nose. I mean, you brought it up, so. (laughs) Oh, my God. You want me to do it? Are you embarrassed? Do you want me to do (laughs) it?
1: No, this is, yeah. So. God, as if ninth grade really cannot get hard enough. (laughs) Like, so the end of the year is rolling around, right? And you're just, we had this thing called Spring Fling, which is just an awesome day where they brought out all these giant inflatables and you got to do whatever, just fucking, you know, awesome high school shit back in the day. And we're just bouncing around in Bounce House having a good old bouncy time. And, and i just at, thought
0: at this point on, at this point in our in our lives we were super into like parkour that's what yeah. i was saying, yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so my dumb ass is like dude i can definitely do a backflip in here no problem <laughs> proceeded to knee myself directly in the face and break my nose in seven places
0: i filled that bounce house <laughs> with blood <laughs> kind of ruined it for the rest of us not gonna lie but uh, at the same time we were agony while like no you could definitely do a backflip bro like 100 like we were shitty friends too so uh you know half that broken nose is on me probably
1: <laughs> oh no dude i had never kneed myself in the face ever or before that point like i mean <laughs> god and there was just so much blood yeah God, I, I don't think anyone ever forgot that. Mostly because my nose is literally on the whole left side of my face for like a week after that before I could yeah. get it fixed.
0: So it was bonkers, it was bonkers, bro. <laughs> but uh, we kind of left you guys hanging last week when we said you have to go back next week to find out uh, what game we're talking about. Uh, that that is just because we're super cool and and good at podcasting, and not because we forgot to pick a game. A hundred percent like a hundred percent we're super good at podcasting um so what what game did we pick for this tom enter the gungeon pew pew (laughs) those are copyrighted sound effects you actually can't use those john wayne pow pow uh what what in the world is enter the gungeon uh
1: enter the gungeon is a dungeon crawler game that is based all around guns it follows four adventurers that just want to hunt down kill their past because they have you know in typical video game fashion they have um did something wrong in their past that they need to avenge but they hear of a way to kind of get down and uh destroy their past you know a little bit of a tidbit before we get into the story too much but um Yeah, it's definitely a dungeon crawler, but not your typical one. This is one of the best ones you'll play.
0: I agree. Um, I also know that from playing the game that it combines other elements such as uh, roguelike, roguelike, whatever you want to say, and um, bullet hell. And if you guys don't know what bullet hell is, it's essentially bullets all the time flying in your general direction. (laughs) Yeah, like whole screen.
1: Full of bullets, like very slight dodge room and mechanics to get around that keep you on your toes all the time.
0: Super fun, super great. Uh, the game is also developed by a studio called Dodge Roll, if anyone is wondering. And I think this is this is probably their most favorite famous game from that studio. Yeah, all right. Well, let's talk about the storyline.
1: Storyline,
0: not gonna lie, I burped during the transition. I'm so glad no one could hear that. podcasting uh tom take it away with the storyline really crushed this for me
1: <laughs> right all right so i'm just gonna take you all to a place called Gunamade, and you are about to enter the Gunchin. it's a distant inhabited place that's just everything is a bullet life like alien like everything you're about to encounter is about to be a bullet which really is gonna set it apart um so essentially why everybody has heard of this place is there's a legendary gun at the bottom of it that is said to be able to kill your past so you'll be able to right your wrongs get over things so it takes place kind of around um for adventurers that have heard rumors of this place and they've done something you know terrible in their past or something that they wish they could have done better and it just leads you know that's just the basic essence storyline without getting into too much spoilers at the end, you know?
0: Awesome. So essentially there's, there's people that have trauma and they want to use a gun to kill their trauma. Now tell me, was this game invented in America? I mean, (laughs) 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 there had to be at least one America joke. It was a gun. It's about a, it's a gun podcast essentially at this point.
1: (laughs) There is everything guns. You will not escape guns in this game.
0: Exactly. And and when we talk about there literally everything is guns. We mean it's it's cool, it's niche and it's creative that everything is guns. Like uh like the, the loading animation is, is a revolver spinning, your uh your currency is spent shells, like everything is guns. They're not joking about that. The enemies, which we'll talk about later, are based on guns, and the guns are guns, and that's always good to know.
1: Yeah, like a really cool part about this is you know, though the story isn't very big, it is like Kind of in it can get impactful kind of at the end, you know, like just based on each character. You know, I don't really want to spoil that because it literally comes at the very end of this game, and I know people will want to play it, you know, especially this one if they already haven't.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it about the storyline. Um, and then just another uh feature that that is gonna come up later so might as well bring it up now is that when we say dungeon crawler we literally mean you it's like a labyrinth like dungeon crawler you start at the top and you're trying to get to the gun that's on the bottom so it's like a it's like a think of like a tower kind of vibe yeah exactly you know just for visualization purposes yeah
1: if you've never played i mean i guarantee if you've played any kind of dungeon crawler you know we'll probably talk about binding of isaac at some point but it's like any top-down perspective kind of uh, game that you kind of just delve deeper and deeper until you get to the end.
0: Exactly, exactly. Well, let's move on
1: to the graphics. Graphics and art.
0: Take it away, Tam. You first.
1: (laughs) Ah, damn. These graphics are beautiful, especially when you take into account that one person drew it, and one person designed it. The artist was a guy named Joe Hardy, and it was designed by a guy named Dave Crooks. There were There's actually only four people that were a part of this game, which makes it all the more impressive to me. Just all the wait a minute, wait,
0: wait, wait a minute, wait. Four people designed this game, and it's this good. Yeah, I mean, like that's hold on. There's two people on this podcast. How is our podcast not this (laughs) (laughs) good? What the
1: fuck, Tom? (laughs) Uh. Um, I'm kidding. Right? Oh, your weight? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I I get
0: you. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: No, it's all good. Like anyway, to be designed by like one, basically just two people, and like artistically made by one person, it is a beautiful game that um, fits together. Everything looks like it's supposed to be, and the thing that really sets it apart from any game is you will not stop encountering gun theme stuff in this game like we talk like we're gonna mention it before and again everything is a gun anything that can be a gun is a gun in this game and it's fucking fantastic
0: even things that shouldn't be guns are guns frankly (laughs) but in like the best way um when i look at this game i think that uh, it reminds me of like old retro games like that you would play on like uh, a like an arcade or like uh, on an SNES console, like stuff like that. But in the in the most nostalgic and best ways, not like not like at like, oh, it's 2022. Why does this game look like this? Like they really captured the retro aspect very well with the graphics of this game. And I really appreciate the uh, the attention to detail with the the retro aspect. Yeah, it's got that,
1: you know, it's that retro kind of feel you're after, but with that modern kind of take on it with the animation wise and the way everything is kind of cared for, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and back then, you know, you had all those limitations, but now that these people could take the time and really make something look beautiful, but still keep that old school feel is really something else to, you know, behold in this game. It just And,
0: and not to throw it back to, to Dead Cells, but um, what we talked about with Dead Cells, where it had, like, the pixelation effects and everything is, is beautifully crafted with the pixelation, and when you, you know, you, you shoot something, every individual gun has their own pixelation effects, or the fire looks realistic, the explosions look realistic, but it keeps the retro vibe as well. So you can, that's when, I think, when we get into talking about how it looks retro but modern at the same time. You didn't have all those effects with with actual retro games. You had like very simplistic effects. These are smooth and modern and it, they look good and feel good.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, you don't get that kind of too blocky feel in the past, but it's nothing too like kind of um Made to look super modern, you know, it's that really nice kind of balance that you're after that a lot of people just kind of miss the mark on and
0: go too heavy one way or the other, you know, exactly. That's no perfect, yeah, period on that. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, also, I think another thing that uh, we you talked about that I want to touch on too was you were saying like, um, you know, it was all designed by one person and and it makes it for me that makes it really fluid and congruent and i kept saying congruent last last time we recorded this episode and then uh, i'm saying it now and i didn't even look it up if i was right i was worried that it wasn't <laughs> the right word and then i just i didn't look it up <laughs> podcasting um but you know everything's symmetrical everything's congruent like you can definitely tell um it's all made from one person's concepts and then made by one artist. Like the, like when you play games sometimes that are made by you know thousands of people, large teams, triple A studios. You can you can be in like a you know, like a walking through somewhere, and like there's this an enemy will come at you and you'll be like, that enemy doesn't look like it should be here. Nothing in this game looks like that, everything looks like it belongs, and that's impressive to me that it's so congruent. I'm going with congruent, double down, final answer. Word of the day. Ah! Ah! pd's playhouse uh, doesn't know that reference right you're too young to know. if you don't know pd's Playhouse you're a little too young to be on the show i was
1: like you you were not born with the digits of one nine you were born with two we are not the
0: same like we're we're dating yourself a little bit right yeah like oh fuck but yeah that i mean that's really all i have to say i think the only thing that we said last time that we didn't say here is that um the background is a little bit basic, but. There's so much going on in the game, so many things flying at you, so many enemies, so many guns, so many effects, that if the background was also as extra, you wouldn't be able to pay attention to anything.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's so much going on in the foreground that actually a little bit of basic background and not going too complicated with it just adds to, like, the way, like, uh, the game is. And I know, like, you know, like, in a lot of top-down perspective, it's a lot of black, but it helps you, like, keep your eyes focused on what you're doing all the time. And I mean, the main focus, like, visual-wise, is going to be enemies, bullets in this game, anything that can hit you, which, you know, it's good that it draws your attention that way, but to a point that you can still beautifully see everything around this game as well.
0: Just like when we talked about Dead Cells, how everything was so beautifully defined and had their own, um, you know, unique characteristics and and, uh, shapes and colors same thing here uh everything is exactly like what i just said (laughs) beautifully defined shapes colors and characteristics
1: exactly you know like it's uh you know if you're into that feel of game this is definitely one that i think uh captures every kind of retro but modern kind of feel you're after it's a beautiful mix of both
0: exactly uh do you have anything else you want to add before we move on to uh sounds
1: uh no i think just uh we've pretty much covered everything like i said it was all drawn by one person so it's really beautiful i think to have like one kind of person's imagination go into making all of this thing like sean said it makes something congruent but it's also <laughs> ah, <we're gonna> <laughs> all right <I'm> <laughs> but from being like an artist kind of perspective it's really cool to be able to i think like immerse yourself and be able to design your own world the way you really want to is like it's something you don't often get to do and to be able to be able to put your whole heart into a project like that there's just beauty in that too you know it just adds to the game ever so much you know
0: no i, I totally understand what you're saying it's it's almost like uh you don't have to compromise yeah it it's what you want it to be in. And there's uh there's a there's a beauty to that that you don't you don't get out a lot of a lot of games. Exactly. Hell yeah. Well, let's move on to sounds and, and music.
1: Sounds and music.
0: Let's talk about sounds and music. Um I think the only thing I really have to say about this game is that it does sound super well, uh, and music really well. Uh, it's just, it's just good. Okay. Good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I wanted to say, sorry, what I wanted to say was, uh, the music, like when we talked about dead cells and sorry to keep throwing it back to previous episodes, but we're podcasters. That's what we do. Um, to make you go watch the other episodes is, uh, (laughs) it's a little trade secret is, is that, uh, the, the music is, is frantic. It's frantic, but it's, and it's, and it's loud, but it's never overbearing, and it fits the situations. I think that's, that's we said it with Dead Souls, and we're saying it here. It's, it's, it's exactly the same. It, it's frantic and loud, but it fits the situation in every aspect.
1: Yeah, like, um, basically everything feels very alive in this game you know like not just enemy wise but like the music feels like it's out to get you as well at some points like <laughs> it's it <keeps laughs> a really head. interesting way to say that i've never heard anyone say that yeah to
0: get you the music
1: I mean, it could be, and it's not even, like, a horrifying way, but it keeps you frantic enough that it keeps you immersed, but, like, you know, it it keeps you energized, but it gives you that frantic, kind of excited energy to a point that it almost, like, scares you in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, it gets your adrenaline up, it gets you pumped, it gets you moving, but it keeps you moving so you're not dying to bullets, not so you're, you know, like, it's not Eye of the Tiger, but... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it's not a Rocky montage, but it's it's don't get hit by the bullets in the face montage. <laughs> right.
1: also want to mention that it was made by one guy. His he his name is Dose one does one. I, I, I'm i sorry. I'm not I sure said, how to say that. Dose last time. Dose. Say like, that's yeah. that's
0: my th- I mean, we're filthy Americans. We're going to we're going to mispronounce everything. Our education ain't very good. You know, we're just. Two guys talking about pixels,
1: (laughs) right? He just—I don't. Um, actually, I think he mentioned he was like a rapper or something on his like Wikipedia page. I'm like, who is this man? When I was looking him (laughs) up, so I'm like, so wait, a rapper made this? Interesting, but
0: (laughs) that's awesome. Rappers can do anything now. It's 2020, Tom. God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm kidding um, so another another thing uh that i think i love about this game's sound design is that uh i mean it's it's about guns there's no if ands or buts about that but uh there's the but shit <laughs> that the the guns the shots sound good because you 90 you, of this game is shooting you're going to be shooting or getting shot at and the the guns sound good the sound effects for the actual like weapons in this game sound neat and interesting, and a lot of them have unique and cool sounds. And I, I think that that's uh, another just like attention to detail that you only get from letting one person do something that you're not going to get from you know, like a, a Call of Duty ass situation.
1: Yeah, like every gun you'll get has its own specific sound, and it feels like it fits that gun. You know, like um, there's so many just little sound effects in this game, like that go a long way into adding a lot to it that. It really, it really helps it out. Another sound effect I will never get tired of is like when you first start out and you fall down the dungeon, there's like this little... kind of and it just it's a really just nice fall down sound effect. I don't know why I like it so much, but I do.
0: No, that's awesome that you have like something specific that you like about it. I, I'm I'm happy that you have that because, <laughs> right? like, again, like that's just attention to detail. Something small. I, I like a lot of the, the sounds the enemies make when they appear or disappear. That's that's something I really enjoy, too.
1: Yeah, there's, there's tons of sounds in this game, but each one feels like they fit, like, the motion or each character or each gun or what you're doing very well. And that's a really cool attention to sound effects that, like, you know, sometimes you get, like... In some games, you know, you'll touch something and it does not sound like that's how that's supposed <laughs> to sound. Like, I'm going to reference Skyrim here that, like, no sound that you do anything sounds like it should sound like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Skyrim's a g- great game. Do not lynch me for that. But you have to admit, pick, a- pick up a book in that game real quick or swing <laughs> your goddamn sword
0: at something. I got, like, a bo- I got a book in real life. Let me pick it up. How's it sound? That's what a book sounds like. Okay, Skyrim, I'm coming for you. Skyrim
1: is like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, what do you do picking up that goddamn book? You know like... the loudest book in history.
0: Fuck. <laughs> 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 Stick around for the Skyrim episode, everybody. <laughs> it's gonna be goddamn brutal.
1: <laughs> right, like I'm just saying, sound-wise, this game, like Every sound fits what you're doing in this game, like, unlike some other ones. Not to pick Skyrim apart too much, but yeah, Yeah, the sound effects. That'll come
0: later. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I didn't even know we were gonna have to do a Skyrim episode. I don't but think I guess... we're gonna have to because no, that's, that's definitely that's not an indie a. game. Yeah, but... that's triple A. Maybe like maybe like we'll, we'll pick apart like Skyrim mods. That's because mods oh are made God. by my individuals usually. Dude, okay, hold on. Yeah. Random random I'm, I was on I was on TikTok today. Um and it was like, hi, I replaced all the dragons in Skyrim with and then like it drops in and it's the state of Ohio. <laughs> And then it breathes fire. And I'm like, oh, my God, those are the people we need to get on the podcast. I want to pick that guy's brain. Fuck. It's a state of, <laughs> state of Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, it's just like the outline. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's that coming at me? Alabama, Idaho.
0: (laughs) Alabama, Idaho. That's a that's a streamer. That's a throwback. No one said Alabama, Idaho in a minute. Oh, I want that on a t shirt. I have it on a t shirt. I have it ready to to make. I just no one has asked me if they they want it yet, but I I, can make it. I I (laughs) just (laughs) hey, podcast listeners. Uh, you want Alabama, Idaho t shirts? Because we have them. (laughs) You might want one. It's it's the best reference. All right, let's move into features and content.
1: Features and content.
0: Goddamn, this is this is a way better episode than the last one. Who even care? The last episode, who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is professional. This is better. Um,
1: we're doing throwbacks to nobody has a, an idea what we're talking
0: about because, hey, like, maybe I'm a pretty people. decent streamer. People know about me i'm just people I, know people know yeah like i'm
1: just saying yes people know a lot of it but to specifically just remember by, yeah, i think alabama that's, Idaho, so,
0: that's like three years ago no one remembers that shit right. <laughs> all right let's talk about what let's talk let's get in let's dig into the the main part of this game the, the thing that everybody's wondering the thing that everybody came here for um the weapons let's talk about the weapons first
1: oh my god there are almost too fucking many to talk about in this game um i'm just gonna list off maybe like um a handful of them real quick once i i have my list up and now it's gone um let's see um the elimin uh, the eliminator the bullet, the shell, the hyperlight blaster, the boxing glove, the marikov, here's a regular one, the 1911, but then you get like the jolter, um the AK47, the JK47, um <laughs> shades revolver, a knight's gun, a hey, look, a regular shotgun, but then you get a bubble blaster. You don't know what you're going to get in this game and that's why it keeps it interesting.
0: 100%. There's there's so many weapons in this game. Um I'm going to be honest, my headset died during that. So I didn't hear if you said the exact number. But no, uh there's a lot and I think like like it's around like like 300-ish different yeah. guns. Yeah. And each one is in pretty much incredibly different and has different, you know, things that it does. I mean, I mean talk about your favorite gun. Let's talk about our favorite guns. What's your favorite gun, Tom?
1: Um probably the bullet or the shell gun, which is a uh gun that's a bullet that fires guns that shoots
0: bullets that is the most american sentence i've ever heard in my life
1: yeah it is it is literally probably the most as soon as i got it i'm like wait a minute what is this and you just shoot it and a whole bunch of handguns come out and they shoot and i'm like god damn why isn't this designed yet like why has nobody made this
0: That's awesome. I think my favorite gun uh would I just like like creative stuff. So I there's like a a gun where it's like a mailbox and it shoots out mail and then at the end of every clip when you when you when you're about to reload it it shoots out a, a package that explodes. And I just really I don't know. It was just fun. It was just fun to me because it's like I was making a bunch of when I was streaming it, I was making a bunch of jokes. I'm like, I'm going postal or like, you know, just like go you yeah, that oh, kind of man. spigot jokes. The 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 guns are are like both creative and funny and and some of them are just regular and i love that about it that they, they took just basically anything they could get their hands on and made it into a gun like no no idea was too out there for them and i love that about it
1: yeah i mean that's the thing you you could get like a regular gun in this game which sometimes you will but most of the time you're you're definitely not going to get something normal for the most part like you might just get like like i said a regular shotgun but most of the time you're just gonna experience some kind of weird ass gun that you're gonna have to learn how to use and the effects oh. of like and each one comes with their pros and cons you know
0: yeah for for reference, like like you get a shotgun and then you'll be like doing something and then you'll get a gun called like the corsair which is just like a, a fucking ship that fires or a gun that fires ships Right. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to like try to fly around the room. And it's like, and when I say ships, I mean like, like old fashioned pirate ships, <laughs> like not like cool steamline cruisers, <laughs> which they right? should make another gun that does that. That'd be tight. Um, yeah. Idea for them
1: another really random one of my favorites is like a huntsman which is a gun that's an axe and every time you reload you also like swing the thing so like you just like you can get really close to people and just shotgun blast them and then reload as you like swing an axe in their face it's very i'm like how has this not been in a horror movie yet this is the perfect horror (laughs) movie weapon
0: I'm sure I'm I'm sure it, it's in a couple horror games that I play. So I'm sure that it's probably been in a horror movie at some point, but I get what you're saying. It, it is a it, I like I like how there's also like references with a lot of the guns or like memes hidden in them and and you know, you can tell that there was a, a labor of love of of people creating things that they actually want to create with no uh no oversight about it. I love that.
1: Yeah, I think god,
0: my most random funny experience picking up
1: this game Weapons in this game was at first I got like an AK 47, like I mentioned before, but then later you pick up like a JK 47, which is like a limp dick kind of looking <laughs> AK <AK-47> 47 <laughs> that just flops everywhere. It's so like useless, but it's such a fun fucking gun and it literally just makes the stupidest, like,
0: yeah, effects.
1: Like, just oh just... god,
0: that's what then that referencing back to the sounds that's and and the graphics, like, those are both tied in here for, with the the content it's it's just like the sound that the gun makes is so i when you said it it reminded me how dumb it sounds <laughs> sorry yeah no
1: exactly that's the point like every single like gun even sounds like it's supposed to and it's like a gun that will do random things you know and it just won't sound the same as any other ones
0: 100 um we should move on to to items though what are items in this game um so there is
1: a ton and you know, just like guns, there's a ton of different items in this game. I don't have a list of exactly how many. I'm sure there's probably like at least a hundred or two fucking hundred of them. Who the hell knows? Like they, they did so much in this game, like to make sure you don't get the same run through every time, you know. Um but like you could end up with some kind of like normal um kind of thing that's like, hey, this is gonna um Kind of help you with bullet spread or uh, here's like a laser sight, but then you'll also get ones that's like, hey, you're going to bounce bullets off the wall, which is really kind of like a cool effect you can get. 100%
0: 100% I like to think of uh, items in this game a lot like, uh, like I would reference like traits in other games like some of them are passive and some of them are activatable in the moment um, but they just they have, they are effectively the same thing as traits in other games uh, but they're, they're usually you can pick them up off the ground uh, they're not you can buy them in stores but they're not like uh, earned I don't think in any way right Uh, yeah exactly like um,
1: there's I I'm sorry what did you say there again bro
0: Oh, I was just saying that, like, there, so, like in other games, sometimes you have to like achieve specific things to get a trait. In this game, it's like you you either find them on the ground or you you buy them. Correct. Yeah,
1: yeah, and uh, you can find them in chests too. Is the yeah thing. Like, that, that was um, the
0: main difference between it being a trait instead. It's it's an item like you just find it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you have to you have to pick up like one. Um, sometimes like a random funny one is like there's like angry bullets in this game that like can sometimes like. Um, like, your bullets will literally just start hating people for no reason. I don't know why, but it's so stupid and funny. Yo, the
0: internet does that to me all the time, so I feel it. Respect right. to those bullets.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, the items, like, can be just as uh stupid and awesome as the weapons. You know, of course, the main focus is on the weapons and stuff, but, I mean, like, the items you pick up are definitely needed to complete the gungeon. Like, you're gonna need to pick up, like, some of the you know best items you can get along with the best weapons you can get otherwise you don't have you know stand chance
0: yeah you you gotta figure out what you like what you don't like just like with every other game we've talked about you gotta figure out your personal combos and what you can play right to make it uh to to a different level essentially
1: yeah and you'll be able to pick up more items through npcs later in the game like you'll be able to like uh get ones that are in the gungeon per permanently so like uh, definitely ones that are helpful are, like, more health containers, you know, you want as many of those as you can get, because you only have, like, three hits in this fucking game before
0: you die, so. <laughs> and there's a lot more than three bullets on your screen, if you're wondering, at all time. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on, uh, let's talk about the characters themselves. I think that'd be a, a good, a good, just giving people a general overview of the, the four characters.
1: Yeah, so, uh, character-wise, they're starting out there's four of them you know each distinctly different like video game trope wise of course there's like a marine um a pilot a criminal and i think the more weird one is like the huntsman like i think like each of them is cool though because they are different than each other you know and they fit into the game like really cool and they each have their own like quirky little backstory that just adds that needed bit of freshness
0: and also um when we talk about how they they're they're different like their designs are also uniquely completely different than anything else in the game um they they, they have like unique designs that differentiate them between each each other as well uh, did you happen to have a favorite character and if so who uh to me it's the pilot you
1: know like uh he's just He's kind of my kind of character, you know, like, I don't know, I kind of like uh, being like that Han Solo type, but with almost like a sassier kind of, uh, you know, greaser kind of throwback. Like, you know, he's purposely arrogant for like the funny kind of reason, and I just kind of am drawn to that. Plus, he has like a really cool ability, like lock picking in that game. So you can like uh, if you're out of keys or whatever, you can try to pick like the lock of a chest and uh, you'll be able to sometimes get the item in- inside. And that's like permanent through the dungeon. So that's like really helpful going in. What about
0: you? Uh, I think my favorite would definitely have to be the, the hunter. Um, just for the, the straight up fact that it uh, you, get a, you get a corgi, you get a dog that follows you around and it is cute as hell. And I love that. <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. no other reason. Also, I guess the, the starting item for them, the bow, is uh is really powerful on, on, like, basic floors. Yeah, it's it's
1: really nice to be able to have it because, like, he'll be able to, like, dig stuff up too. like, occasionally, like, some armor or, like, half a heart or even occasional keys, like, that are throughout the floor, which is pretty cool. You know, it's usually a pretty low chance of it, but to be able to have that option is something that no other character gets, which is really nice
0: yeah and plus he's just adorable because corgis yeah
1: exactly <laughs> like who doesn't want a corgi like it adds a little bit of brightness into the foreboding darkness, darkness
0: of the game yeah 100% yeah. hell yeah well that's uh, pretty much anything all about the characters um let's move on to the the enemy types then what are enemies like in this game
1: uh there's a ton of them like uh there's about oh, how many exactly
0: <laughs> I need a number, damn it!
1: 101. <laughs> um, no, nah, you nah, came up with that pretty quick. <laughs> um I was ready for the question, goddammit. Like he studied, but... he pre-studied, he cheated.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um each enemy you're gonna face in this game, first you're gonna start off with like um the basic form of each enemy, but uh not gonna lie, even the basic ones are hard as hell in this game.
0: Um yeah it doesn't pull punches almost at all
1: yeah like uh first floor onward it's just it's it's a hard kind of game you know it just it's made to be but what i really like about every character in this game is that each one is like um they look different um but uh occasionally you'll get like the same kind of enemy but you'll notice just like a little extra feature on them you know you'll notice like sometimes the first ball you face like the next floor you might go down and he'll be wearing like a bandana and he'll be able to like directly home in on where you're going and time his shots perfectly like versus like the basic one which is like um well kind of aim where you are but his bullets will never really follow you and that's like a really just nice touch to like nudge you to know like hey this is that kind of enemy but it's gonna be way fucking harder
0: so. yeah it's it's a scaling difficulty but it scales uh well this is this is something i was going to talk about later but uh it it scales dramatically um tom tom uh tom was thought about it too but it's it is unforgiving uh i i just i'm just going to talk about it for a second but the first time i played this game i i breezed honestly i pretty much breezed through the first level i was like okay i understand how i play this game i play top down dungeon crawlers whatever mm-hmm. this is bad breeze through the first level and i'm like i'm gonna fucking win this no problem first try confidence get to the second level and the the skill like i just got shit rocked in the first i would say five seconds of being on that level because it's the the difficulty increase was just unbearably insane and it felt horrible the first time because you're like holy shit i thought i was doing so well but it's just because i didn't know the enemies and we're talking about enemies so like you i was like oh that enemy was from the level above i should have learned how it worked instead of just breezing through so, learning the enemies is, is a super crucial part of this game, and also understanding that the enemies scale uh, their difficulty. And yes. I think the game itself also gets harder the longer you play it. I think that, that was a conspiracy that was going around on my stream. Uh, a lot of people were saying that. I don't know if it, i never looked it up, so I don't know if it was true. and I don't know if they ever talked about it. But the longer, like, time-wise you play this game every run, the harder the difficulty gets. I mean— what people were saying, so I don't know if that was true. <laughs> The more floors
1: you get to, it does seem to do that occasionally. But there's nothing to like prove why is there. Maybe it's. Oh, I was just saying because- like I
0: was saying like even if you play for like 40 minutes and you go back to the first floor, it'll be super difficult on the first floor. That's what they were telling me. I don't know. I forgot to mention uh, that. I don't know
1: point. about that. Yeah, one, they but... might have
0: just been they might have just been gaslighting me a little bit. My stream sucks. <laughs> Chatters, you guys suck. <laughs> but that's that's what i was told but i'm totally it felt like it really did feel like that though but that's probably just based on the frustration of getting my shit rocked by enemies so often
1: (laughs) right man another part of me like enemy wise in this game that i really love too is that like each one you're going to be able to tell how they're going to shoot based on what they are like uh for instance like the first floor you'll get uh, pistol enemies, and they're shaped like pistols, or shotgun shells, and they're shaped, and they're shotguns. And then the next floor, there's sniper rifles, and guess what? They're sniper rifle bullets. That's a that's it's just like a what cool, we mentioned. Random or, touch.
0: It's like one of it's it's that it's that term we mentioned before. You got that gamer brain. Uh, everything is predictable, but but predictable for a reason if it you know if they're shaped like a shotgun it's gonna shoot close range shotgun shots if it's shaped like a sniper sniper rifle it's gonna shoot sniper rifle shots it's predictable and you got that gamer brain and and it's one of those things where it works out and it feels good because it works out that way
1: yeah i mean it it's one of those things that just kind of like it tricks your brain into knowing what enemy it is and what they're gonna do before you even even fire the first shot you kind of can tell like uh what they're gonna do essentially it just like um it's very good at hinting at uh enemy kind of type and what i like is like anim- almost every enemy in this game is bullet themed like with a few exceptions but you know just needed wise almost everything is bullet shaped and looks bullet wise
0: yeah they really held on to that gun niche and that that goes double for the enemies and that that's awesome to see it's it's very, it's like what we talked about with the creative designs of the guns, they have creative designs of the enemies as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like um it's crazy just to look at every enemy because like you're probably going to get decimated by every single one in this game. Like no matter what, I've been killed by every single enemy and Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, it just got it. <laughs> they hurt Like, so bad, because, like, no matter what, you'll get the same amount of damage, but, you know, you're gonna have to learn that new enemy, and it's just, uh, sometimes you get, like, an overpowered weapon, and you can just, like, kind of breeze through, like, new enemies, but then, like, once you actually learn how good they are when you don't have as good of one, oh, man, They they will just decimate you
0: definitely i want to talk about that later when we get to uh, replayability that's that's one of the things i want to talk about for sure but uh let's move on to to the levels so um, in this game, levels are, are procedurally generated, so um, they're never going to be the same. Uh, you, you are obviously trying to get to the bottom level, which is always a certain amount of levels down. But the levels themselves on each level are procedurally generated, which just basically means that they're random every time, which is something that I respect about this game. Because um, they, it, usually with, with with like dungeon crawlers or, or certain other games, uh, you can just die your way through a dungeon like you can die your way through the game like you're like oh if i just keep dying i'll eventually run the path and i can just cheese the path and this game since it's procedurally generated everything is random your guns your enemies your paths um it's never going to be the same and so therefore you actually just have to you have to play it every single time with the intention of playing it instead of just dying your way through and i love that about it
1: yeah exactly like it 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 really rewards you for learning the ways of this game you know based on just levels alone which you're gonna have to learn to be able to go through this game you know like and each time like yes you're gonna die but you can't just choose your way to get through like these dungeons at all you know like the levels will punish you for doing so
0: and like we, like we previously talked about, uh, they get harder and harder at every single level. Like, first level, breeze through, easy, no problem, whatever. Uh, second level, get your shit rocked. And it just goes up and up and up from there. And yeah. there's more and more enemies, more and more bullets. There's there's so much going on. And that, that's something about this game that I think is severely... Uh, I've not experienced in a lot of games is that there's, there's so much going on at all times. There's always a million things flying your way. And it just gets harder and harder on every consecutive level that you go down
1: yeah and we, we're we not just talking like enemy and like kind of bullet wise but we're talking like these levels are out to fucking kill you too like with like trick floors fucking fire traps um literal. uh the first floor you're on you won't really experience any kind of uh kind of floor traps that are gonna get you too much but as soon as you hit level two literally it's like hey here you go, flip the fucking goddamn board on the game. (laughs)
0: yeah it's it's essentially like what we were just saying that it it just there's the scaling is insane it's just insane you get to level two and you just get your shit rocked immediately but i it's it's appreciate i appreciate it personally also um along with levels there's we're talking about like you know traps and and secret floors and and stuff like that there's there's secret rooms in this game just like a lot of other games that are uh along the same veins and that's something that i didn't experience until a lot later but secrets in this game are, are really cool and really powerful once you get to hang how to uh use them and and I, uh, tom can talk better about this he, he's played a lot more yeah so like each floor it kind
1: of uses like I, I talk about that gamer brain mentality um a lot but each kind of thing hints like kind of legend of zelda wise i'll say in this game to like what you're supposed to do to get the secrets in this game you know like um sometimes you'll literally run into a room and uh it's just going to be like a dead end but you're going to know it's like a fireplace but uh Then you'll be walking around and you'll notice there's a barrel you can push around. And it's just like a water barrel to put out the fire that leads to like secret levels in this game. And that's a really cool thing that never teaches you or hints at. But, you know, like you'll be able to figure it out even without watching a video on it. And that's one of the cooler things. You know, I enjoy secrets that you can figure out naturally level wise versus like having to look up like a playthrough to figure out exactly how to do something.
0: Exactly, yeah, it feels it feels more uh, just like better to figure something out for yourself than to have someone show you. Um, I'm going to reference another game here, but like a game that I love dearly but hated the secret spaces in was Hollow Knight and this game did not do it like Hollow Knight. I was mad all the time at how many secret spots there were in Hollow Knight that were necessary to progress the game, but in this game the secret things aren't necessarily necessary and they are uh once you played it a couple times easier to see and figure out oh like there's a like tom was saying there's a fireplace there why is there a fireplace there not there's a wall here that you would never guess you need to hit like <laughs> that's a, yeah that's a rage for hollow which will eventually will do
1: <laughs> yeah i will yeah. say that is that is a true point because there is one that enters like an entire area oh my that god you god, would the beach you home would, fucking yeah. thing
0: I told oh, you about,
1: I, I remember telling you how to enter that era and you're like, how? And I'm like, you have to hit this one wall over the spikes. That's a very forgettable spot in the game that you will never see.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that but this game doesn't do stuff like that. It's actually just really well thought out, which what we talk about the, the gamer brain mentality where oh, there's a fireplace here. Why is there a fireplace? There's a there's a crack in the wall. Why is there a crack in the wall? Like, I need to check this out. Like, It's very predictable, but predictable in a way that's rewarding.
1: Yeah, you'll know what to do, but it feels good to like find those rewards like each level wise, you know, and it's still going to be hard to like find them and spot them particularly, especially when we're talking like there's like secret l- rooms in this game per level that you can only find using like blanks that you save up in this game, which we'll get into blanks later, but it'll let you occasionally find like a special room. And, uh, there's not even a hint at like that. And, but for some reason, like you'll know when, when it's there and when it's not, and it's hard to explain until you play it.
0: <laughs> so play it and then come back to us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, something that I personally loved about this game and something that I love about all of these types of games, like uh roguelite, stuff like that, is, is boss fights. Are there any boss fights in this game? And if so, let's talk about them. I mean,
1: yeah. Why wouldn't there be boss fights? This is dun- I was just a- doing
0: it for the intro. I know I played it. <laughs>
1: I know I was like, I mean, could you imagine a dungeon crawler though without any boss fights? That would be so boring. Oh, uh, dude. Let-
0: okay, I'm claiming this now. We're making it, and no one can take this from us. It's a dungeon crawler, but there's no boss fights. Okay, it's yeah. it- and it's called like no boss here. <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool. Not gonna lie, I would. I would. I don't know. There's probably a concept for that. We could right? do that. Yeah,
1: it it could be, like, you know how, like, you never find Princess Peach and Mario, except it's, like,
0: hey. <laughs> no, the boss is at a different bo- dungeon, bro. Yeah, the <laughs> boss is
1: there, and you have to, like, clear, like, another map just to find, the boss. Oh, my like, God, it's
0: unsatisfactory, dude. Oh, my God. And then it turns out at the end of it, you are the boss, and the townspeople fight you.
1: Oh, oh, oh! Next up on the next Indie Game podcast, uh, me and Sean are making an Indie Game and we're going to review review our
0: own Indie Game. (laughs) I'm interviewing Tom.
1: (laughs) So how'd you come about making this? I was talking about Indie Games on podcast and I was just like, hey,
0: we have a stupid idea. I mean, that's straight up. If this podcast never generates enough revenue, we can make game, We or we can pay people to make games. I don't want to make it. I right? I, don't I have no interest games. in making games. I will pay you though. If that's we ever way make too much math,
1: we didn't <laughs> do very well in that subject.
0: But anyways, boss fights.
1: Um, yeah, there's, there's a good amount in this game. There's about nine basic ones that you'll get through, uh, the first regular few floors, um, but then there's also, like I said, comes with secret floors. You also get secret bosses. You get like, uh, specific bosses that you have to unlock certain ways. And each one is fucking dark souls level hard,
0: if not yeah, harder. It's really, real difficult. Um, yeah there's no easy boss in this game there is after you've done it a couple times but it still isn't like easy easy it's still always going to be a challenge you're still always at the edge of your seat uh the music's always blaring there's a million things on your screen that you're just trying to get through and play and it's it's just difficult man and it takes a lot of attempts to get through but it's also like we said with dark souls and moonlighter and every other game we'll probably cover super rewarding uh to defeat the bosses and it feels good
1: yeah like uh god each one is so difficult you know you have to learn the pattern of each one you know you're even with good weapons you're still hardly going to be able to like cheese bosses in this game which i can respect because sometimes in dungeon crawlers you know you'll get like a really good weapon that will still carry you through boss fights yeah they're really great on other enemies but still even if you have, like, an S-rated weapon, you can still get your shit rocked by them. Like, yeah, you don't just by know not, know,
0: not knowing your... Yeah, like you just said, by not knowing. 100%. And, and I remember, uh, specifically, like, when I was streaming this, uh, I, I was really bad at some of the boss fights, but, like, when I went, won the boss fights, like, literally, like, standing up out of my chair and, like, cheering and, like, running around my room, like, actually physically doing that because I was so excited to actually defeat the boss, which is not something you get from every game, guys, gonna be honest with you. Right. It's, uh,
1: yeah, every boss, like, you'll, you'll feel immensely rewarded for being able to face that challenge, you know? It, uh, it's, it's really hard every single one you face, from the first one to, like, even if you know what you're doing against, like, sometimes, like, those first bosses, like, and you kind of get, like, cocky, you'll, you'll get your crap out, shit rock, just for, like, not knowing, like, just not paying attention right you know like you every boss even if you know it you're gonna have to pay absolute attention to you know
0: 100 percent, 100 percent. let's move on uh is there anything else you want to talk about in in the uh content area you decide Um, I mean, uh,
1: content area wise, I mean, we were just, uh, yeah, I mean, like getting to like, I think NPCs after that would be probably pretty good because like, uh, they're definitely a good crucial part in this game that add a lot to it, you know, like
0: talk about NPCs. then. yeah, I was, I was just, I've been choosing every single one. So I was just,
1: yeah, I gotcha. Uh, yeah. Uh, I love I I usually hate NPCs in video games, but I love every single one in this game. You know, like not only are they each different, but they each have their own kind of personality and humor to them that makes them all their own. You know,
0: hundred percent, yeah. And um, the way that you get NPCs in this game is is pretty cool. Like they're uh, they're like they're they're not just. There are people in the dungeon that you can help and then they help you in return or they provide side quests or shops or or things like that. They're not just, um, like, NPCs that exist to tell the story or drive the story forward. They're, they're uh, actual helping NPCs, which is super cool.
1: Yeah, like, each one uh, is there to help you. And, you know, you... It's going to be actually even hard to unlock NPCs because they're specifically locked into, you know, randomly generated levels, like we said. So sometimes you'll see them, but you won't be able to get the uh, key to unlock them to actually be able to get them in the upper floors. And sometimes that. I uh, can make you mad, but it really just makes you want to meet these NPCs and see what they'll be able to do. Because some open shops, some offer perks, some like send you on quests that'll unlock even more stuff in the dungeon. Like it's really cool that each one is there to actually forward the game. So,
0: a hundred percent. Did you have a favorite NPC? Uh,
1: yeah, my favorite one is this random dude I rescued, and he always sits on the edge with his helmet off, and. <laughs> Basically, you kick it down the gungeon every single fucking time you're by this <laughs> guy. He like like why? It, I don't know. It just one, I just like the sheer look on his face, you know, like the classic like turn around like really slow and like look at someone. Like, even though this game is pixelated, it captures that so perfectly and it makes you laugh every single time. That's and you have awesome yeah you have to go get his helmet but every single time you go and get it you really can't help but kick the damn thing down (laughs) i don't know why but it's fucking fantastic
0: that's awesome i love that i think that uh we're we're not touching on something that uh i i did want to touch on which is which is the humor of this game um because we were talking about like you know like all this all this stuff about the game, but something that I really loved was was the humor. How it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's and that's really important in a game like this. With uh, when you're playing a bullet hell, it can be incredibly frustrating, and you're chronically dying. You're trying to learn these enemies. You know that that shit was bullshit. You know you just get angry. But the humor in the game. Makes it, uh, it's like a sweet underlying. Everything is kind of meme-y Everything is kind of funny, and and like what you were saying, where where you 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 go and you you kick this dude's helmet down, and it's got that slow turn. Like the humor is fully transparent in this game, and I respect it so much. Just like when in Dead Cells, where it's it's dark and the game itself is dark and it's hard and that sucks, but it makes it makes up for it by being funny, which is something that uh like if you compare this game to, to other games, like uh, like dark souls for instance the dark souls franchise it has a lot of the same elements as dark souls but i didn't like dark souls because it was hard all the time and never fun and then this game is hard all the time but funny and that's what keeps you coming back it keeps me playing it is is the the vibe and and the way that they they offset the bitterness of the actual game with humor
1: yeah it It really gives like that nice sense of uh, comedy relief with being a game that, you know, because this game punishes you and it's going to keep punishing you because it's just so hard. But like the amount of humor just keeps you coming back and enjoying even getting your teeth kicked in by a new enemy, you know, like mostly because like even that new enemy will have like a good amount of humor just in the way he looks or sounds or something like it's not just humor based on telling jokes it's so much more you know
0: yeah 100 it's it's like uh the characters actually are living authentic lives and finding humor in the situation that they're in and that's that's something unique that you you don't usually see from you know Games with no voice acting, or games with no, uh, just like four individual characters, like you know what I mean? Right? Yeah, I love
1: everything from the stupid puns in this game to like the fucking, um, just comedic sense of even just the weapons in this game has a, have a huge fun sense of comedy to each one of them. You know, like I mean, you're gonna get guns that are just stupid and hilarious, like ones that shoot balloon goddamn animals and. freaking weird stuff you know like you never you never know but each one is going to bring like so much joy into a game that is oh god so difficult you know like
0: definitely hell yeah well let's uh let's move on to the next segment because we are we are reaching like the the hour mark when i don't like to go super far over that so we'll move on to the next segment uh which is movement and controls
1: movement and controls
0: Uh I'm gonna take this one first since I've been making you do everything else first. Uh this game feels amazing. The if you're making a top-down shooter and you want to make one that's good, just replicate the controls from this game. Like genuinely, that's that's my thought process. Whether you're playing on mouse and keyboard or controller, uh it didn't feel bad either way. Uh I tried it on both as I am a a PC player, but I, I tried it with an Xbox controller and I tried it with a mouse and keyboard and I felt good both times um basically i think of it uh, when we talked about moonlighter and we were mad that it, it had a four directional weapon thing but it had an uh, eight directional movement uh this is what moonlighter should have been it, it you can aim anywhere shoot anywhere move anywhere and that's how it should be
1: yeah exactly like everything feels nice and buttery you know it's got like um you know that like kind of skating on ice feel but like controlled wise that's what this game kind of gives off like you know you're always feeling like in motion but in a good sense of uh way in this game and that's before we even get into like dodge rolling just Mm -hmm. moving around in this game like feels good you know it feels
0: buttery i would i would say buttery as an adjective like that that's how i would say it just feels good and along the same lines like the the enemy movements are 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 humorous but like Direct and sometimes truly scary. Um, the the enemy movements are 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 just good as well.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like uh,
1: every single enemy, like they'll. <laughs> I mean, seriously, is probably the scariest, most aggressive waddle you will ever see coming at you is <laughs> some of them. Like they look like really angry, pissed off penguins, but like <laughs> but <they have>
0: guns. <laughs> yeah. Now I know why Batman was afraid of penguin. Okay. <laughs> right?
1: Oh man. But I mean, that's just like the base movement in this game. And like I'm talking like next, let's just talk about like dodge rolling in this game. Oh, this yeah. oh man these are the best dodges i have had in any game period for the sheer fact of you know how in moonlighter like i said you'll bullshit dodge into a fucking hole sometimes and feel like All you the got time. Cheated? Holes everywhere <laughs> this game even if you dodge roll into a hole you know it was your fault because these controls are so good you know like a hundred percent i agree yeah Yeah, every time you dodge into a bullet, you'll be like, okay, yeah, my character was definitely going there. Because, like, the dodges are a super important part of this game. When you're not, like, moving and firing, you're dodging. Because, like, you can dodge through bullets, through enemies. Like, you can do a lot of things with dodges. Like, a lot of small niche tactic, like, one I'll give you, like, right now, if you're about to start this game, is, like dodging through enemies does a small amount of damage, like equal to about like one starter bullet. So if like you have to reload and uh, you dodge through an enemy, um, you're actually going to be like doing a little bit of damage. So it's rewarding for doing that, especially like I figured it out roughly just by dodging through like slimes one time and it killed them. And I was like, oh, that's a really nice, useful tactic that they didn't have to include at all
0: exactly and i'm like i didn't know that i'm i I know it because you told me that last episode but i i didn't know that last episode and i was like wait what and i had played the game and i was like you do damage when you roll like i was genuinely it's not shocking this time i guess i could fake it oh my god you do damage when you roll (laughs) whoa my mind mind was blown i can't replicate that because i know now but my mind was actually blown um uh, i've heard i've and along the lines of the dodge roll i've heard the best description of the dodge roll I've ever heard is the dodge roll will get you out of situations that your your uh, regular movement gets you into. Like like your 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 dodge roll button will get you out of, of situations that your left hand gets you into. Like as you use your left hand to move a lot, so it's just like yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I fully agree with that uh the dodge roll I've used it at, once once you when you start you'll be using it as a panic like, option, but when you get good, it becomes a necessity, and I think that's super cool that you get to see, uh, the, the transition of actual skill in this game.
1: Yeah, you know, like, um, it's really nice to be able to use it, you know, you're, once you get good, you're not gonna be using it as much, cause you'll learn, like, strafing and being able to shoot is better, but it's a really nice thing to have that, like, kinda such a good safety net, and it feels really nice with the
0: controls, you know? Like... 100%. Um since we're on the lines of dodging I do want to cover two other things under like the dodge category I, I'd put it under the same category personally. Yeah, like um, control
1: kind of wise.
0: Yeah. One would be cover, which in this game uh is important and is accessible through tables that you can flip like you're in a fucking action movie or barrels yeah. that can explode around you. Um but but it's really it's a really unique feature where you can like run up to a table and flip it to if, if you didn't get enough time to dodge you didn't get enough time to to try to strafe you can flip a table and, and the table can take the shots for you. Of course tables aren't indestructible but it it, it does feel very action movie and i like that mechanic right
1: yeah it's like whenever you reload behind a table in an action movie that's exactly what it feels like like that oh. is the exact thing um, i do have a
0: request that if you play this game uh send us an email of you playing it d- you behind a, a table and then sing a cool action mind quote as you run out from it i would really like <laughs> that thank you <laughs> i know that's right. a lot of work but if you somehow remember do that for me thanks Right. I'll post it on our tiktok that has no followers.
1: <laughs> right. Another small thing, like you can like slide over tables, which looks kind of action movie and cool every single time and feels cool because Mm -hmm. like there'll be occasional levels where like 10 of them are stacked up, though, and you'll like slide all the way across it, like fucking almost Ferris Bueller's Day Off style. And it looks (laughs) fucking ridiculous.
0: That's that's where that humor situation comes into play. Like, it's just it's just memey, It's just ridiculous. And it's good. It feels nice i think uh the other the other mechanic that i wanted to talk about was um something that is vital to this game that i think we've been saving until this point which is the blanks
1: oh yeah like god i don't even think we talked about that last
0: we didn't no we didn't and that's why i was like i gotta make sure to bring it up because it's a vital part of this game but it does fit into under the movement control section so
1: right yeah so you want you want to talk about those blanks man
0: Uh, I'd like you. I feel like you have more experience with them. You Uh, you you were itching to talk about it earlier, so.
1: (laughs) Okay, so blanks are kind of like your last level of defense in this game. Like, I usually save them, especially till boss fights. Um, or like, uh, what I'll get into later is secret rooms. But, um, what I like to do is use them in boss fights because there's going to be parts where you're going to get trapped way into a corner and literally there's nowhere to dodge you nowhere to strafe nowhere to do anything but for a split second like it will get rid of all the bullets on the screen like for a second it just evaporates all of them so it gives you a chance to get to a safe place and that's a really just nice small thing to have like it's like I said, the dodger is a safety net. This is like a huge safety net. Granted, you only get like two of these per floor, but they come in huge handy in the control wise.
0: And that's not even talking about like how it feels to use a blank successfully and mm. live because you used it successfully. Like yeah. that is uh like the during a boss fight when your entire screen is full of bullets and you're thinking. I'm gonna die. Like, there is nothing I can do here. I have backed myself in a corner. I misplayed this. And then just be like, oh, shit, I have a blank. Like, this is my one shot. And and it it feels action movie. It feels really cool right. to be able to live through stuff like that. It's a yeah. very cool part of the game that, uh, you know, you know, like, if, if Dark Souls added something like that, I'd probably play Dark Souls more. <laughs> you get, like, what? one shot. If you had one shot, <laughs> <laughs> we can't afford Eminem. Um, no, we cannot. But, yeah, I another great thing
1: about the blanks is like, like I said, mentioning back with secret rooms is some are only accessible if you use blanks. Like, so it's like if you're going to go through it and if you're in that tight spot are you uh, going to um, use that blank or are you going to save it and potentially risk getting hit um, and losing like a heart just to be able to go into that secret room later, you know, and just for a chance of that with using blanks you
0: know 100 percent. it's that high risk high reward situation that we talked about with dead cells yeah and moonlighter right uh, the, honestly we, uh, we need to talk about a, a different kind of game we keep talking about the same game
1: <laughs> right yeah we, we've talked a lot about like these procedurally generated kind of uh games lately but these are like kind of ones that i think a lot of indie developers kind of gravitate to just because they're one they're a lot of fun and two, it just keeps everything fresh and makes you want to keep playing it, you know?
0: 100%. I'd love to see more games exactly like this, but with a different niche. Yeah. Uh, truly, like, I mean, this one's just a gun niche. Like, make one that's, that's the, make, make a different kind of one. And I don't know. You I just off the top of my head, like, fully off the top of my head, make one about like trees and every enemy is a different tree. And when you look up at the book, it actually like tells you about the trees. Like, that would be tight i'd play that like same kind of vibe you know what i mean but like totally different game you could do stuff like that like you call like enter the arboreum or some shit right i'm
1: gonna (laughs) i'm gonna just mention one now and that's like wizard of legend is this game but with wizards
0: yeah that's what i'm saying like i that's i want to play more games like this because you can niche out the whole game is that it's a a niche of uh of something that everyone loves already
1: yeah like it's it's really fun to be able to play these dungeon crawlers just because like everything just feels fresh every time
0: you play them you know also I'm never gonna make any of these games, so if you guys want to take them and make them, uh, just like credit me thanks right? <laughs> I you can like buy me buy me some beer i'll be I'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see you later though um uh... <laughs> I think that's it for uh for moving the controls, right?
1: Yeah, you've been you, you guys have been sued for copyright by uh Ligma. <laughs>
0: uh who's who's Ligma, Tom? <laughs> Ligma balls.
1: Closing thoughts.
0: <laughs> I timed that perfectly. Uh so <laughs> closing thoughts. Uh, I fucking hate you. Um <laughs> oh man Where, 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 where are we at on the replayability of this game let's talk about the replayability uh huge high and
1: needed to progress in this game you know like i mean it it like forces you to replay but in the good kind of way that makes you want to replay this game you know like even when you beat it you're not done beating this game
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And then like, there's not really much I can add. That's just directly how it is. It's, it's forced replayability, but in the best kind of way where it it does, it feels good to replay and it's necessary to replay, but it, it doesn't feel bad. It's one of those things you can pick down, pick or put down, pick up, you know, and keep playing and have a good time with every single time.
1: Yeah. I mean, just in the way like replayability is like, you'll want to like beat this game with every character, and then you're going to realize, like, just a little bit of spoiler here, but once you beat it with hold on, hold on,
0: hold on, Come back in a minute if you don't want spoiler.
1: Go. <laughs> you, you will unlock four more characters after that. And, like, each of them have their own abilities and their own story and why they're at the Gungeon. And, like, there's even a character that's another fucking bullet.
0: Like, <laughs> I didn't, I don't know that. I, I didn't come back in
1: a minute. <laughs> right? I I up. oh man but like i really i love that aspect you know like the replayability like uh ending wise in this game the first one isn't even the real ending which by the way since we're on spoiler news the ending is you shoot yourself in the head like <laughs> that's it you get a gun that's pointed directly at your skull and you just shoot yourself that's the gun that kills your past like congrats. yeah i
0: mean they didn't lie semantics trauma right. trauma be damned shot that right. shit away
1: but that is the fake ending not the true ending to get the true endings you have to do very specific things so i actually gave you a fake ending so technically not a spoiler slash spoiler
0: oh my god we're we're inceptioning you right now Spoiler set <laughs> slash not spoiler out here <laughs> right yeah exactly
1: like it's it's a spoiler but it's technically a fake spoiler you 100 know?
0: percent. but uh at the end of the day you gotta replay this game and not just because you have to replay it because you want to replay it and and that's really an important distin- distinction to realize yeah
1: you're never gonna get the same gun twice you're never gonna get the same item twice you're never gonna even run in the same enemy types in the same room twice most of the time you know like it's it's really fun to be able to mess around with the combos in this game that you get with every gun and the funness you get out of every single one through every playthrough and how every single playthrough is different and feels different in a game. That's so much the same is awesome.
0: Nailed it. Yeah. I don't even have anything to add. Um, Where would you put this on a a fun factor scale between uh, one and 10? Uh, Fun factor. I'll give this like a nice
1: solid, nine just because the controls feel good every enemy feels good the guns feel good it's fun like no matter how you play it rage side probably like a solid 8.7 out of 10 like that's <laughs> um this game will fill you with not just delight but also a good amount
0: of fury of the gods.
1: so
0: 100%. Uh, I think on fun wise, I I definitely put it around an eight for me, uh, for every reason that you said, just like everything is unique and fun. And every, every time you play it is different and it's always an enjoyable time to pick up and put back down. And I, I find myself coming back to this game whenever I get bored of of playing another game um, and enjoying it, or even just like streaming it. Uh, Side note, if you're a streamer, it has an amazing community. Uh, People are incredibly accepting and will give you helpful hints and, and talk to you all the way through. At least that was my experience. And other people in my experiences community or my, my community's experiences with this game uh for streaming wise. And uh rage wise, uh yeah, I'm gonna give it about a nine. I, I got pretty fucking mad a lot of the time with this game because I uh I failed a lot. Uh I'm not gonna lie, there were some nights where my, my death count was was in the high double digits. <laughs> yeah,
1: like thank God for that humor. Otherwise, my switch probably would have been broken like
0: a good oh amount of time snap ago. Snap it over your knee, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck <laughs> yep Holy shit! Uh, did you have a did you have a favorite part of this game and a least favorite part of this game?
1: Um, one random bit I've already mentioned a little bit of my favorite a long time ago, which is definitely kicking that dude's helmet down oh, like sure. the fucking well. That's that's a good favorite part of the game that feels hilarious every single time. But another favorite slash least favorite thing in this game, uh, yeah, that's right. One thing can actually be like both in this game, and that's hats. Like,
0: <laughs> forgot about hats.
1: Fucking god damn these hats. Like, in Dead Cells, they're just totally useless. But unlike Dead Cells, I don't mind them to a point that I'm kind of addicted to buying them. Like, I could be buying <laughs> other helpful items or weapons, but... I'm addicted to buying these hats that do absolutely nothing because they up your coolness and you really (laughs) want to look cool in this game. And, like, that's why it's my favorite and not favorite because, yeah, I'm addicted to buying this like someone who goddamn needs their Adderall from time to time, but I fucking... I need my hats, okay? I need my hats! (laughs) That's why it's... because they do absolutely nothing like every other item and weapon in this game. you get a really cool hat
0: that's so awesome you look rad as fuck you do
1: it literally gives you rad points and cool points (laughs) per hat so like you feel obligated
0: i don't even get those in real life this is bullshit Uh, oh i think my favorite part of the game um would probably be one of the bosses in particular is 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 a big ass buff bird that flexes and loses (laughs) all its big feathers and i think that every time i see it like how you're talking about when you kick the thing down, it brings you joy. When this stupid-ass bird, it's like one of the first bosses, flexes and loses all his feathers, and it's just buff as fuck, I just laugh every single time. Like, it's its dumb, and I love it. And that, that ties into the, the humor. I just love the humor of this game. Uh, that's my favorite part. My least favorite part is a specific fucking enemy. It's this stupid coffin thing <laughs> that, like, opens upwards and shoots out, like, these laser beams everywhere. And it's like yeah. it's, like, on level two. It's not even, like, a hard, like, enemy per se but when you first experience it you be like oh it's like a cop and then it opens up and you're dead and you're just fucking dead and it sucks and i hate it and i've died to it way too many times for it to be fun anymore
1: (laughs) yeah it literally it's one of the hardest enemies randomly in the game and it shows up in level two and it just it it literally opens fire shots in every direction that will home in on like Not just you, but where you're going. So it's almost impossible to dodge away. And the only way you can attack it is when it's open and literally firing shots all over the screen. Oh, the
0: bird just showed. We're okay for reference. This is a live podcast. We're watching a video of the game. The bird boss just showed up right now, and it's buff. Yes, yes. The caca like fucking. It's called the Gatling Goal, bro. The rapid fire raptor. Yeah, that's like, sounds like a, a toy by Hasbro. Hasbro Rapid Fire Raptor Gatling Gull Edition. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. dumb. Oh, Just man, dumb. Man. And I love it. I love it so much. Um, yeah. Is there any games that this game reminds you of? Um, Specifically wise, I'd probably
1: say like Binding of Isaac, you know, is a pretty close kind of game to this. Uh, Binding of Isaac doesn't have like kind of the ro- Binding of Isaac is more that rogue kind of game versus roguelite you know where you don't get like additional items and weapons which uh this game really adds that kind of in there which is why i prefer kind of roguelite games but i'd say that's a pretty close comparison
0: 100 i would say um for me it reminds me specifically void ego i know Voidigo came out a lot after this game and it was probably heavily based on this game but they're incredibly similar and void was also based um on nuclear throne which i heard is very similar This well i haven't played nuclear throne but from just looking it up and looking at how it you know videos of it and stuff very similar games um equally pretty much pretty much along the same genre lines
1: yeah you'll have a lot of fun with nuclear throne as well if you kind of like this style game like that's a that's another great like top down roguelike game that's a lot of fun to play
0: hell yeah i gotta get on that uh, anything else you want to add?
1: Um, let me kind of just think you just for a sec. I, I guess like all I wanted to really say is like, I'd really recommend you pick up this game. Not just for like, if you enjoy dungeon kind of games, uh, you're going to love this one. Like this is top tier, just like a nice fresh take on them. Everything feels good. Everything looks good. uh, everything's different and gives like that fresh feel like I said it just it's gonna grip you in and though it's super hard it immerses you in like the best ways
0: 100% I I agree you should definitely pick up this game I mean it's made by four people man support those four people yeah Um. along the same lines this game does have a sequel this game is called enter the gungeon the sequel is called exit the gungeon which one, you're going down. The other, you're going back up. And that's super funny to me. I just I really like seeing sequels with, you know, where they have like a pun and play on words kind of thing to uh, so the first one. It's like a throwback. And also, uh, they recently released another one called uh, I forgot the specific name, but it's like House of the Gun Dead. And that was made on uh, to be an arcade machine game. So like specifically, it is a arcade machine game like you'd go to like a 90s, you know, or 80s arcade and play it on there, and uh, this is on the Wikipedia, you can buy, it's in like pre-release, or at least it was in 2019, and you can buy it for like $4,999, which is crazy, but like, Fund it, maybe, Chat. And we'll talk about it. You know, <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, I, uh, if you guys give us five thousand dollars, we will definitely buy that arcade cabinet. I don't even care. Like, if I have any I other actually, bills, yeah, it I will, probably,
0: I probably would. Yeah, truly, that sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Fucking, that would be the most insane like purchase I think of my life. And people will be like, "How did you justify buying that?" I'd be like, "I had no choice."
0: <laughs> I made a deal. I made a deal. I made Another- a deal. Another random fact about this game um, correlates with with the the fact that that uh, I've heard from I don't know again unverified sources my chat quote unquote on Twitch um, I'm a huge VR fan uh, virtual reality and I've heard that they're actually porting the House of the Gun Dead to virtual reality uh, hopefully soon that is a total rumor I've seen it in a couple YouTube videos and I uh, heard it from my chat so don't quote me on that but if that's true I will be picking it up and playing it five sure because. This game is insane, and I can't imagine it in in virtual reality. Just like, holy shit.
1: I mean, this game is already impossible. This in VR, I think, would just surely be almost unbeatable. Like... (laughs)
0: Worth it, though. 100% worth it either way, I would think. Right?
1: I would just be really stoked to see each of the weapons and how they perform in Oh, VR, yeah! Like, personally. If you
0: could, like, hold it, oh, that'd be so cool, actually. Like, I- if I really you incorporate all
1: that. 300 of these weapons into that game, like... Count me in, you- bro. I'll pay whatever yeah. the
0: price is. I'll pay yeah. $150 for that game, straight up, right? like, I have I'm bad at money apparently.
1: <laughs> like I will just be waggling around that JK47 for like 40 fucking minutes straight. Like fucking
0: that's awesome. Well, let's uh, let's start wrapping up this podcast. Um, next week, guys, we are going to have a first for this podcast. Uh, we're going to have our first ever guest. It's going to be one of my one of my dear friends, Matt. Uh, Matt, uh, to, to understand what he does, he writes about video games. So he will be coming on and talking to us about a game that I know and love, and I'm pretty sure Tom knows and love, uh, Katana Zero.
1: Yeah, that's a really fun, nice game like it's it incorporates stealth action and platforming in a really nice way
0: the story is the thing that gets me about it so that's what i'm gonna talk about mostly next week i think but we'll have matt on here to talk about that with us um and of course you know we're i'm excited about that for sure uh i totally forgot i was gonna say i'm gonna be honest with you uh oh yeah uh tell them where they can find you tom if you want to be found
1: um, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, my Facebook, all Tom Dikers tattoos or Anchor 13 tattoos, where you can typically find my artwork, uh, message me about indie games, anything like that. That's where I typically take it. It's the same account I use for tattooing, but I still love to talk games on there. So feel free to hit me up with any kind of content or questions you'd really like to discuss and talk about.
0: Hell yeah! And on the flip side of that, uh, my name is Sean. I stream every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday on a little platform called Twitch. Uh, uh, my name on there is Sean is a ginger. S E A N is a ginger, all one word. Um, your your new favorite Viking variety streamer. I drink a lot and play a lot of indie games and also a lot of uh, major games too. I play a little bit of everything. Um, you can also find me on every social with the same same name. Sean is a ginger. Uh, I make a lot of TikToks, but TikToks actually blowing up right now as we speak. So. <laughs> Going well. Um, right. of course, guys, if you are a developer that wants to talk uh tell us about your indie game and talk to us about it, please send us an email. It's uh podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's podcast at gmail.com. And if you want us to talk about a specific game, let us know about it. Uh as always, guys, BlockBros Podcast is a lost cause media production, and the opening music is 8 bit fun by the Heatly Bros. So we'll catch you guys next week. And until then, and you know, take care of yourself later bye lost cause
1: media